0: Headaches are a real headache, right? And when it comes to migraines, there are a variety of treatment options, including medications, Botox, and more. And joining me today to discuss the signs and symptoms of migraines and how we can help folks not to suffer is Dr. Evan Wong. He's a neurologist with the Genesis Neurology Group. This is Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. I'm Scott Webb. Dr. Wong, it's so great to speak with you. We're going to talk about migraines today, and I was just kind of mentioning that most of us have had headaches before. Some people maybe even had migraines or thought they had migraines, but it's great to have an expert on to tell us exactly what is a migraine, can we prevent it, how do you treat it, and so on. So as we get rolling here, what is a migraine exactly?
1: People with migraines usually describe their symptoms as a very pounding headache, a throbbing headache. It can be both sides of the head. It can be one side of the head. Sometimes they'll they have a lot of light sensitivity associated with the headache. Sometimes it can make them nauseous. Typically, people say they will have to go lay down in a dark room. And sometimes the headaches can be very debilitating. Now, the exact etiology of the headaches, like exactly why does it happen, what causes it, we don't really fully understand the pathophysiology of the migraine. But we think it may be associated with some of the ion channels within the brain on the cells where the electric charges the cells. Maybe some of those channels may be mutated in some people with migraines. Not that they have some severe disease, but it can cause these type of
0: headaches. How can we tell the difference between a regular headache, a run-of-the-mill headache, and a migraine?
1: I think people are concerned that okay, am I getting something really, really bad? Am I gonna have some kind of horrible outcome from this headache, or is this just something that's gonna go away and then it's gonna feel really bad right now, but I'm gonna be okay in 24 hours, right? How do you tell the difference between that and something really bad? What I tell people is that typically, if you have had headache for 10 years and you have a severe headaches and it's the same headaches that you usually have you don't have to worry too much okay so if you're somebody that never has headaches and then boom suddenly you have a very severe headache and that puts you down then you should be more concerned and come to the hospital to make sure that it's not a bleeding or it's not like an infection or it's not a tumor that's causing the headaches So it's a little bit counterintuitive. So for people who suffer from headaches a lot, they have a severe headache. It's less worrisome than somebody who has never had a headache and just started having intractable
0: headaches. When we're suffering from a headache that we think might be a migraine, what would be sort of our first level of treatment for ourselves if we want to go to the store and buy something?
1: Yeah, you can try the -the over-the-counter Excedra migraine or Tylenol. If those things don't work, there are prescriptions your family doctor can prescribe you, such as sumatriptan, or Rizotreptan, Maxalt. So those are the entry-level medications for migraines, and they do work. Also, rest can help decrease the headache, and people typically find that if they don't get enough sleep or if they drink too much caffeine, that can you know, trigger them to have a headache. So the remedy for that would be taking in more fluids because caffeine does dehydrate you, and then also getting more sleep.
0: Yeah, it does seem like a lot of it is just behavior and lifestyle, right? If you're somebody who has... Like myself, a couple of cups of coffee every day, and maybe you didn't sleep well the night before, and maybe you didn't eat well, and you're not hydrating enough. It's like I always feel like it's our body's way of telling us you're doing it wrong. You need to be, you know, better rested and better hydrated, and stop drinking so much coffee. Like that, I feel like that's my body talking to me. Is there anything to that?
1: That's exactly right. You'd be surprised. Like, I just had a patient today. He was having headaches every single day, but he was drinking like five Mountain Dews a day. He was getting maybe five or six hours of sleep a night. The last time I told him, six weeks ago, I told him, hey, let's cut down the Mountain Dew, make sure you sleep eight hours a night. And then came back this time, didn't really need any medications. You know, his headaches cut down by 90%. So you're exactly right. It makes a huge difference with the lifestyle.
0: Yeah, and we just uh, all need to be really better probably at listening to our bodies. And if we're having daily headaches, first of all, we don't have to suffer every day. Like we can reach out, talk to our family or primary doctors, and then see a specialist like yourself. And you might just say, hey, why don't you cut down on the uh, Mountain Dew, bro? You'll feel a lot better. Maybe sleep a little bit more. So just great advice. And it just seems so obvious, but we need sometimes professionals to tell us these things to really drive them home. And so when we think about somebody in your office doctor who's reached out to their primary and they end up in the room with you how do you diagnose a migraine how do we know it's a migraine and not something else let's say
1: yeah typically when somebody has headaches for a long time the, the diagnosis is really based on patient's history if they tell me that they have a pounding headache they have light sensitivity you know they've had it since they were 12 years old it's a typical headache that they always have most likely it's a migraine and usually people will have a family history of headaches as well. If they come in with more concerning history, such as, you know, we already talked about they never used to have headaches, now they have sudden headaches, or they have other perhaps focal neurological symptoms like numbness and weakness or trouble speaking, then we can do an MRI to route tumors or bleeding or some other things in the brain or infections. But most of the diagnosis is based on the history. That's a pretty typical story that patients tell me when we diagnose somebody with migraine. And a lot of times, you know, it is migraines or it could be stress-related,
0: right? I think you're so right. Well, what would be your final takeaways, doctor, when we think about folks who, you know, kind of suffer on, on an almost daily basis with things that they don't have to suffer from, right? So if they have headaches every day, that may be normal or typical for them, but they don't have to suffer. And for anyone who's getting migraines on a regular basis and the OTCs only sort of work, what would be your best advice and when you want them to really reach out to someone like yourself?
1: Yeah, I would say if you try over-the-counter uh, remedies, that doesn't work, or you try the typical sumatriptan or rizatriptan that doesn't work, or you try to get more sleep, or you try lifestyle changes, that doesn't work, then you'll probably have true migraines. And at that time, you really should reach out to our office. We can set up an appointment. There are a lot of medication, new medicines nowadays. And some medicines just came out over the past few years that can really make a dramatic difference in people's quality of life. That's where we can really help.
0: Yeah, they really can. And I know a number of people who you know suffer from migraines and they went to the doctor 10 years ago 15 years ago and whatever was prescribed didn't work and they went oh it didn't work for me so i'm just stuck with these migraines but that's what's so cool about medicine and science is things are always progressing and evolving and changing and there's always new meds to try and we have experts like yourself to help us through all of this so
1: also i would like to add the treatment options we have nowadays You know, we can do Botox injections. We have this new class of medication called CGRP inhibitors. CGRP stands for uh, Calcitonin Gene Related Peptides. It's a molecule that's implicated in migraines. And there are these CGRP inhibitors that block the function of the CGRP. And that can really stop the migraines in its tracks. And we have different forms of this new type of medication, such as monthly injections. We have three of those, we have daily pills that work in the same way. We have abortive medications. Abortive means somebody has a severe migraine, they really gotta stop it in its tracks like there and now. We have new medications for that. So I really think patients should reach out if they're suffering from headaches and try these newer options.
0: Migraines are still a bit of a mystery in terms of what actually causes them, like why do people get migraines, but in the final analysis, there's so many options from over-the-counter options where we can go to the local drugstore ourselves, but the stuff that you're talking about here, the evolution and the science of treating migraines has come so far, and people just don't need to suffer. So we really do hope they reach out. Thanks again. And for more information, go to genesishcs.org. And thanks for listening to Sounds of Good Health with Genesis brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and check out the entire podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well.